0: It's very lovely to see you all here, and I'm, I'm really delighted, to, once again, to be talking to you um, for this evening through the Oxford Mindfulness Centre. And again, I'd like to continue with my, my the theme that I introduced last week, which was to, to notice the little things. And um, those of you who were here last week, you may remember that uh, we explored um, you were well, liking the attention to a mirror and um, explored how if we we are able to hold that mirror gently and softly um that um, we, we can start to highlight um, and, and and enable us to to see the small details of our experience and I spoke a little bit about how um we can sometimes be overwhelmed by this great blob of our experience and actually by coming underneath that and starting to explore the little things that are going on in each little moment it helps us to be able to see things in in, with a a little bit more clarity um, and also be able to to be able to manage what's going on and as we did that to to enable us to be to 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 get into that place of, of settled awareness we, we did a practice where we, we did a kind of short body scan and we kind of released each part of the body in turn and then eventually just opened out to the totality, totality of our experience, just holding that mirror of attention gently, softly and with care. And then as we were starting to notice each little aspect of our experience, seeing all those little tiny parts as... Um, different elements of a greater whole you remember uh, introduced the idea of just labeling this too, this too so it's not like one thing is happening in isolation it's happening with all the other things that are going on so just like we did last week i'd like to give a short talk and then practice and then another little short talk and then another practice and and the majority of the evening will be practicing we'll spend about 40 minutes practicing in total and this week I'd, li- I'd like us to explore another way of settling that mirror of our attention and um i'd like to compare it if i may to, to a surveyor i don't know if you've ever had a surveyor come around to look at your house or a, um, to just to check it out for, for a mortgage or something like that. But when they're surveying a house, they'll do it in various stages. The first stage is to kind of scope the outside. They're they're looking at the location, seeing what's impacting on the house, its liability to flooding, overhanging trees, you know, accessibility, that kind of thing. And then they will go around and closely have a look at the outside of the house, checking the walls, the roof, the exterior doors and the windows. And then having established um, what are things like on the outside, a surveyor will then have a quick scan around the inside, have a look at the building's rooms, just know how many bedrooms, bathrooms, etc., and what size they are. And then lastly, they will do a scan of the building in more detail, checking for notable features and any faults. And we can do a similar thing with our settling practice. We start by taking in what is around us, our sphere of influence, just like Jill did with us just just a few minutes ago, to give us a sense of just taking in what's around us. And then we start to then notice what can we feel, what can we smell, what can we hear? Then when we settle into our posture, we then feel into our feet, the contact with what we're sitting on, noticing what the spine is like, the head, maybe starting to notice the contact of the clothes and the air. And then coming inside the body, just like a surveyor coming inside the building, gently scanning each part of the body, head, shoulders, limbs, just similar to how we did last week, releasing as we go, Um, and as best we can, becoming more comfortable with what we find. So developing a familiarity. Oh, yeah, okay, it's there. And then we start to note the little things in our experience still you know, gently holding that mirror of attention. And as we start to expect to settle, we, we can start to explore how we're also starting to react to our experiences. Um, and just as we started to do last week, but then we can start to bring attention to the feeling tone, noticing that you know, we can start to scan, for example, for pleasant experiences, warm places, the soft touch of clothes, for example, and then when we find these places, or maybe just one small place, we can allow our curiosity to turn to, that, to, to the, the quality of the attention that we're paying to the pleasant place. Remembering to gently hold that mirror of our attention, not too tightly, not too loosely, and allowing our attention to be easeful. And then we can do a similar thing for the unpleasant, but also this time, you know, seeing if it's possible to have the same quality of attention. So this sense of ease, this sense of calm, having practiced that with the pleasant, we can then come on to the unpleasant. And as best we can, it's not always easy, but perhaps meeting this unpleasant sensation or any unpleasant sensations we find with that same gentle openness that we did to the pleasant. Is that possible? Let's see. And then we can explore for that kind of tricky and elusive neutral, you know? Is it not pleasant or is it not unpleasant? You know, is it somewhere, you know, just talking about this earlier, some people say there is no such thing as neutral. It's just all a, a sliding scale. And that, that, again, can really help us in focusing in on the little things. Is this actually sliding over to pleasant or is it kind of coming into unpleasant? Can I say that's neutral? But meeting, whatever we're doing, meeting it with that same gentle quality of attention, being at best we can at ease with what we find. Now, as we explore and and settle into into our practice, sometimes we can find that sensations can be too much. Um, They can sometimes be too strong to be with and and we can't do any exploring at all. Um, do we then kind of hold on to that mirror tightly, gripping it as we face huge difficulties going, well, if only I could sit with this, it'll be okay. Um, hoping that, you know, if we survive this encounter with, with a, a strong emotion I, again, you know, just the way I'm talking about, it, I would suggest not. What can we do though? Um, how can we be with these strong emotions that we may find, or if we find ourselves in a situation that is really quite, quite tough, well, there's a wonderful mindfulness teacher called Trish Bartley, who some of you may know. And he talks about um, seeing our experience like sitting on the bank of a small river and just watching the water go by, you know, catching the little eddies, um, the, the middle plots and jetsam floating by. And it's a little bit watching our experience, just gently, kindly observing with a kind of soft curiosity to the stream going by. And then if the river starts to fill with water after the rain and the level gets higher and higher we can watch it up to a certain point but then if we were to stay there we would get wet and possibly swept away as the river starts to flood so it's just the same with emotions we don't just kind of stay there and go
1: you
0: know get overwhelmed by it we have to get up you know, if we're standing by the river we have to get up in order to be able to watch the water and it's the same with our experiences it's no good forcing ourselves to sit in extreme emotions. You'll not be able to be with them. You'll not be comfortable watching them. And, and then in fact, not being able to learn how to respond appropriately. We need to find a better place to stand. And it might be that you, 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 you focus on, on what's around the sensations, you know, just as we kind of coming back from the river, we're just noticing what's around it. We might have to get up and walk around we might have to go and have a cup of tea. You know, just being able to to be with what's there. What we need to do is find the place where we can comfortably watch what's going on, where we can actually notice what's happening without being overwhelmed. And that might be, you know, to continue with the river metaphor, it might be standing on the side of the valley, high up a hill, looking down at what's going on. So. This settling is a a finding a place to stand with this mirror of our attention being held in a kindly way, in that soft, gentle attention, allowing ourselves as best we can be at ease and compassionate with what we find, having a sense of understanding. And sometimes that ease and compassion means that we have to be some distance away from what we find. So the settling practice is really about allowing ourselves to have a sense of of what we're meeting and are we able to keep it within um, tolerable limits so i'd just like us now to to come into a posture that would allow us to um, just settle into our practice so just as we did earlier with with jill maybe as we start to settle into our posture just taking in what's around us Um, if you're lucky enough to be sitting next to a window looking out the window seeing what's going on outside, maybe having a look around your room, taking in everything that's here, everything that's in your sphere of influence, everything that actually is influencing you in some way, maybe noticing the temperature of the air around you, is there some
1: slight breeze, any sounds, and what you're sitting on or maybe kneeling on.
0: And then You know, just like the surveyor, we've taken a look outside the building. We're now just going to check out the walls and the roof. So, checking the outside of the body,
2: maybe those points of contact,
1: feeling those stronger points of contact, the floor beneath us, perhaps the the chair or the cushion or whatever we're sitting on. And then coming to the slightly weaker points of contact, the clothes around the body, perhaps.
2: Maybe the air against the skin. As we start to settle into our posture, just checking it is
0: how you'd like it to be with a, a strong base, a firm foundation for your for your posture,
1: it would also have a foundation that can act as a support for your practice. And then out of this base, out of this foundation, the upper half of the body rises. Spine maybe be rising up out of the pelvis. With a subtle strength.
2: Head resting on top of the spine. Shoulders just
1: hanging off the spine like a a coat hanger and the arms hanging off the shoulders like a shirt on that coat hanger.
2: and then allowing
1: the attention to come inside the body. Maybe finding that it's settling automatically somewhere. It could be the breath. It might be on a point of contact, or maybe where the hands are touching, maybe the feet on the floor. Wherever, Allowing that place to be your anchor for this practice. And inviting the attention to come back there every time it wanders off. Every time the attention's doing exactly what it's designed to do, which is scan around and zip about
0: all over the place. Every time we notice what's happening, it's gently bringing
2: it back, back to this anchor.
1: I've just been curious about how the attention can be pulled away so quickly, so easily. Sounds outside. Thoughts in the head. Sensations in the body. And with gentleness and understanding, kindly bringing it back every time.
2: and now allowing your anchor just to fade very softly to the
0: background so it's not disappearing but just fading to the background while we now do our quick internal scan so it's like the surveyor's going through and just checking the rooms so we're going to
1: survey the inside of the body just starting with the head checking around being curious about what you find.
0: Maybe having an intention to release any little pockets of tension you may find, just hiding there,
1: often just at the back of her head, just at the kind of top of the neck there, or around the eye sockets sometimes. And then releasing, and maybe here is just the intention to release, so having a sense
2: of releasing the head and coming to the neck.
1: And then releasing the neck and coming to the shoulders. We'll come to both the shoulders at the same time. and then releasing the shoulders and coming down the arms, the upper arms, both of them at the same time.
2: And then the lower arms, the forearms. And the hands. Releasing as we move from one place to the next. Releasing the hands and coming to the upper half of the torso. releasing that and coming to the lower half of the torso. ..and releasing there and coming into the pelvis, the hips. ..and then to the thighs. The lower legs and the feet. now we're going to scan back through the body and this time allowing our
0: attention allowing our, our mirror of attention to settle on places that we're perhaps finding pleasant so as we do this allow your curiosity to, to come well, why am i deciding this is pleasant what is it that's making this seem pleasant to me as we start to do this we start to really notice the tiniest little aspects of our experience. So finding places that are pleasant. It might be somewhere that's warm. Maybe you've got your hands against your belly.
1: It feels pleasant and warm there. Maybe where there's a a piece of soft clothing against the skin. Gently scanning through the body just noticing those little pleasant places.
2: And as we do this, perhaps paying, noticing what the quality of the attention
0: is to these pleasant places. Maybe there's a softness, uh, and allowing a sense of ease,
2: perhaps. Maybe even an opening, an opening out to them.
1: That we can really savor these pleasant places.
2: And now scanning down through the body and noticing places
0: that we're perhaps seeing as unpleasant. Maybe there's a little ache in the back now, or maybe there's a sense of numbness in the sitting bones. There might be an itch in the ear or something like that, just a little mild unpleasantness like that. Of course, remembering that if it's a strongly unpleasant thing, something that's telling you that something is wrong, um, you need to change your posture, then listening, noting and listening and, and taking an appropriate response. But if it's just something like a little bit of numbness or a little dull ache, then
1: turning your attention towards these little unpleasant places. And as best you can, Bringing a similar, if not the same, kind of quality of attention that we did to the pleasant. We notice these unpleasant with that same open gentleness, same soft gaze. Gently holding the mirror of our attention to the unpleasant.
2: Now, we can explore around the body and find the places
0: that aren't unpleasant and aren't pleasant. So by their very nature, these places are quite elusive, often called the neutral places. And so to find these, we, we have to explore really down to a microscopic level. And it doesn't matter if you find one or you don't find one just being a little bit playful just noticing the places that are kind of well maybe maybe not whatever you find as best you can bring in that same quality of attention that soft gentle
2: open-hearted gaze And now just allowing ourselves to come back to
0: holding the whole of our experience, the whole of our body, our sensations, possibly our emotions, the push and pull of impulses, maybe even the directions, the narrative of thoughts. As best you can, sitting back and allowing that all to play out before us with that anchor in the background, there for us to always come back to. Whenever anything gets too strong or too much, we come back to the anchor. And if that doesn't help, then we can open our eyes. We can even stand up, shifting our posture, remembering the, the flooding river. We have to just come back to a place where we can, we can make it tolerable, we can manage it
1: i just spending the last few minutes of this practice, this short settling practice, sitting with a wide open,
2: open-hearted awareness of sensations, emotions, impulses, and thoughts.
1: So let's just bring this this short settling practice to a close by maybe just moving the
0: fingers and the toes a little bit, then maybe the
1: arms and having a little bit of a stretch. Opening the eyes and uh, maybe getting up and moving around if
0: that feels what you need to do. But what I'd just like to do now is just spend a few moments or just a few minutes talking to you about the kind of next stage of this practice this exploring the the little things of our experience so we, we, we began to, uh, to to settle there and 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 start to notice those little things the the little tiny things that make up the kind of bigger um the bigger experiences that we tend to, to kind of label as as our life experience, that kind of um, the levels of real, real tiredness, or or oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling happy. I'm, I'm the, the, these kind of bigger things are all made up of, of much much smaller aspects. And with this spacious awareness, we can we can start to see how nothing actually happens in isolation. So everything that's going on is actually part of something wider, something bigger. And this awareness can can help us take the sting out of some of those bigger, all-encompassing blob-like experiences. Exploring ever smaller parts of of, this helps us to see quite often the, the push and the pull of finding things pleasant and unpleasant, for example. As we start to notice ever smaller degrees of our reactions, we can begin to feel into those differences, the, the different, the slight differences in the degree in which we find things pleasant or unpleasant, or you know, possibly neutral, as you may have found in that settling practice. You know, particularly when we get to that kind of is it is it pleasant? Is it unpleasant? It's there's that kind of scale. And here that that that, that can be really revealing as we start to explore that. Um, it can help us decide what to do, for example, what to do in a given situation. So is a, an aspect of our experience just a small thing and something we can use to, to, to help us practice? Maybe like an itch on the nose, for example, that can be something that can kind of help us have an understanding about how our experiences are always changing. They never really stay the same. Um, or is it something really big? um a pain that is telling us that we need to to actually take some some sort of action that something's wrong and we need to do something and this sort of awareness of how um um, we meet our experiences can be very helpful when we when it comes to thoughts because thoughts too um uh particularly have have a sense of unpleasant and, and pleasant and Particularly if, you, if you're anything like me and you can get hijacked by by thoughts often. I, I find a lot of my thoughts are very, very sticky. Uh, I'll have a thought and then I'll be it. I, I'm in it. And I find myself being dragged along with them before I know what's happening. And um, I kind of caught in a spiral of thoughts and, and accompanying emotions. And they sometimes can have a tendency to to get out of control. But I found that if you actually come back and just using that same attention to detail that we we can to sensations, we start to notice the little things again. We can start to see a feeling tone to thoughts. This is an unpleasant thought. Or, oh, this is a pleasant thought. Or this is a really unpleasant thought. And by doing that, we're already starting to create space around a thought. And once we've noticed it, once we've noticed that space, once we've noticed that this is an unpleasant thought, we are free to take action. We've started to become mindful. We started to become aware of that thought. And our response to it then can be mindful. We're responding mindfully to what's going on there. And we can also apply this to to what's around us. As we start to notice the little things internally, we can also start then to expand outwards. We can bring that calm mirror-like attention to to the feeling tone of our experiences. when practicing, or even when we find ourselves in 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 a very difficult situation, we can tune into the detail of our experience in order to be able to respond effectively. Taking in our sphere of influence, we can also then start to notice how we react to what we see. And if we're troubled um, by particularly strong emotions and and then accompanying thoughts, we can step back. We can move away from that flooding river, as it were. You remember the metaphor of the river and find a place where we can ask, what do I need to do to take care of myself right now? Do I need a cup of tea? Do I need to stand up or do I need to go for a walk? And this, I found, can be really helpful with those bigger more worldly things. Um, something on all of our minds at the moment is the the climate emergency and the refugee crisis. Now, these can be really overwhelming if we just kind of try to face up to them, just, you know, uh, the planet's in danger without, if we don't have that protection of the ability to keep things within a tolerable range, if we're not able to, if we find them overwhelming, then we really can't respond effectively. So stepping back a little bit from the flood of these emotions, a flood of of thoughts about some, you know, some big world catastrophe, some big disaster, or on a more personal level, little, you know, personal disasters, things like this that happen to us, but, but stepping back from that, that, that flood of what we find ourselves in means that we're able to notice the little things. And this, this focus for our attention helps us to keep potentially overwhelming events within our tolerance. It helps us to respond in an effective way. It means we can still, for example, with, with, with kind of things larger than us, still uphold our values, but still be effective. And so what I would like to do now is is to to continue with our practice. So coming back to that that settling practice, but also now have a sense of widening it out a little bit so that we can take in um, our sphere of influence and how we're influenced by that. So if you wouldn't mind just coming back into your postures once again. We're going to be sitting now for about another,
1: another 12 minutes or so. so just briefly settling back into to where we were making that connection with the floor the chair the cushion the contact of the clothes around us
2: coming back to our anchor, finding that place where we can
1: softly hold the mirror of our attention, allowing it to reflect our experience.
2: Maybe allowing a sense of easing into a posture once again.
1: And coming back to to that place where we can widen out to take in everything that's happening in the totality of our experience, the sensations in the body, the coloring of our experience through emotions, push and pull of impulses.
2: and the narrative and often directions of thoughts.
1: Winding further still to have a sense of the feeling tone of all these different aspects of our experience. It's maybe finding some thoughts unpleasant, some sensations pleasant, mildly unpleasant,
2: maybe a bit unpleasant, maybe a bit pleasant, not sure. Once again, perhaps being a little bit playful, that's seeing how small a little
1: aspect of your experience you can notice. If you feel a little tingle on the leg, zooming in and
0: just seeing, is there a sensation within that sensation?
2: Is there a feeling tone? Maybe.
1: And as we start to notice all the little things going on, the tiny
0: little sparks of our experience, the possibility of seeing them as as a part of a much,
1: much greater whole. This too, this too. Perhaps starting to notice also how we're directing the mirror of our attention to what's going
0: on inside the body, but still, what's happening outside the body is influencing us. We might feel a
2: breeze against skin or noises from outside.
1: So what we can do is we can widen out. Because after all, this is part of our experience. What is happening outside is also part of our experience. So with the anchor in the background, allowing it just to fade just fade a little bit so that we can
0: allow ourselves to widen out our awareness to not only include the sensations and emotions and impulses and thoughts
1: happening within the body, but also maybe taking in the sounds going on around us now. Maybe also feeling, so feeling slight breezes, the clothes against the skin, the temperature.
2: Is the temperature
1: of the air around you causing slight contraction or loosening? So as we start to notice these little things, these things about how what's around us is influencing us,
2: if necessary, we can choose to make an appropriate response. Now we're we're just going to be sitting for a few more minutes, but if we were if we
0: plan to sit for a, you know, a few more hours, or we're somewhere where it was really getting
2: cold, then we would choose to get a blanket or put some more clothes on.
1: We would do that having noted how that was influencing us. Rather than it being an automatic reaction, it was an appropriate response.
2: Now, I'd like us just for the last few minutes of this practice to
0: widen that sphere of our influence out even further. So
1: I'm going to invite you now to just very gently and gradually start to open your eyes.
2: And as you do so, i been curious about how that affects
1: the way in which you're feeling about things, just noticing perhaps any feeling tone Is there a sense of, oh, yes, that's pleasant, oh, no,
0: I don't like that. I don't want that. And as best you can, just be really
1: curious about what you're noticing. The smallest little things. If it becomes too overwhelming, then maybe just closing your eyes once again. But just starting to take in what's around you. Keeping a sense of how it's influencing us, how it's affecting
2: us. And continuing to notice all those little things going on around us.
1: Maybe even allowing a sense of appreciation for The time that you've taken to explore this, maybe an appreciation for what you can see, the ability to
2: tune in to everything that's happening in each moment. And then just for the last minute of this practice, just letting your attention go wherever it wants to. So it's like you're releasing a balloon. And it's letting it fly. Okay, thank you very much. Let's just uh, bring the practice
0: to a close now by listening to what your body needs to do, making appropriate responses to to what the body needs to do. Does it need to move around? Does it need to have a stretch and a yawn? And I'd just like to thank you very much for for practicing with me this evening. It's been an
2: absolute delight to, to be with you this evening. So thank you very, very much.